Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us, guys. Quick shout out to all of the places you can watch this show. You can watch it on our app for IGN on mobile. Uh, we have Android apps also. We got apps all over the place. Yep. PS4, um, Xbox One. Yeah. But just a reminder, like uh, the experience is better. Uh, we're just reminding you, install the app, please. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's get into the topics we're going to be talking about today. So over on Reddit, people are like, man, people have been really negative in the chat for the, the ride-along and everything. So we're going to talk about some uh, positive things about Destiny. We're going to talk about how it became a smashing success, because I don't think anybody could argue that it was a failure from a sales standpoint, at least. And the, there's a huge fan base behind it. Was it was a failure from a sales standpoint? No, was it saying, was not. Uh, I was like, what? Yeah, nobody's saying no one can make that argument. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite memories with the game and we're going to talk about how the division's coming out next week and how we think it'll impact the destiny community so let's start destiny it launched reviews were kind of eh but it has clearly gone on to be a success with the community yeah i mean what reviews were not bad though they so were like they eight, ranged eight from on six average. five to like nines yeah they did um ex- expectation wise bungie normally doesn't make a nine or lower type game in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your expectation. People expected like a ten. We got like an eight. Uh, People it, expected the Star Wars <laughs> of you know Star Wars plus Halo plus mm-hmm. there was so much hype and delays, so to speak. Like yeah. it had been in the making for a long time. So well, let's not focus on on the negative. Let's no. talk about how did it, yeah how did this game manage to get its hook in so many people and become this huge success that it is today? Like modeling it after gambling. Right? The psychological think- grind to earn mm-hmm. and roll the dice. Uh, legitimately, that's a piece of it. Mm-hmm. But any game can do that. So, I mean, I wasn't half seriousness. A big part of it is the psychological nature of it. We know, you know, they worked with people on how to do that really well. Yep. All those yeah. RNG games do. It's it's mathematics. It's uh, it's Pavlovian <laughs> even, right? When mm-hmm. you hear that bell, you keep wanting to come back and do that again. But at the core of it, <clears throat> I mean, solid gameplay at the core meaning yes. the mechanics that's my feeling and they and what they really did was they combined it all with the co-op elements and yeah. all of that was something that had, nothing had quite looked that sharp in the first person shooter world felt quite that crisp they always make great shooters you know love or hate some of the issues with lag or whatever so it really it did something totally unique i mean mm-hmm. and then the raids um again in a first person shooter it never been done before so for me, that that's why like they did things that hadn't been done before, mm-hmm. uh, all in one place. The raid was something really special when that launched. You were able to hop in with your buddies, go play 
the the vault of glass together and then that's where the the real hooks of the the gambling element came in because that was your only way to get to level 30. Yeah. so you would keep coming back not only for the amazing gear that you got in the raid you got really good yeah. weapons and armor um, but also you had a chance at some of the best exotics and it was a really fun, challenging experience to do with your friends. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I'd never had like, you know, six people out, you know, that I was coordinating this timepiece with, um, it's kind of a pun with the Volta glass stuff. Just I get sort it. Of a good, good one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like it, it, I just hadn't done that before. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was just awesome. Finnegan, you have <clears> like <throat> 300 days in World of Warcraft or something, yeah. something yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So I think what Destiny did really well is what Diablo did really well, which is like it's that constant wanting to improve your character and max minning your builds and efficiency for what you're doing, right? Like that is such an addictive thing to do in gaming, and it's such an awesome mechanic to build into your game alongside the quest to kind of like, you know, work, work out uh, the problems and the raids and all the sort of PvE and PvP elements with your friends. Like, that's something that made Diablo super cool was, like, you play the same five acts or however many over and over again, and sure, they're randomly generated, so they're never quite the same, but it's not it's not about what you're playing, it's how you're playing it, right? Mm -hmm. And getting all of those, like, those minor improvements. Like, that RPG element hadn't ever been done with a shooter before. So to combine that sort of mentality and approach in an RPG with a really great mechanically uh, built first-person shooter was something that, like Fran said, we hadn't really seen that yeah. before. Yeah, not to that level, because we should mention Borderlands, obviously. You know, no, but like, you see, like, yeah. I, I'm considering Borderlands. Like, I played Borderlands and Borderlands 2, and I like those games a lot. I think they're really, really good. But in my mind, there's one clear winner that plays better, and it's Destiny. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. It combined that polish. That, I mean, Bungie... Mm -hmm. Everybody making. made that comparison. Yeah, also. like, d I mean, Borderlands, like, it has a very unique look to it. And, yeah, uh, great It's game. great storytelling, great characters and stuff. The writing is phenomenal Yeah, it's very funny, very yeah. good. But, like, mechanically, that game, to me, does not feel as polished or as finely tuned as yeah. Destiny. And mm -hmm. I don't know anyone really out there who would make the argument otherwise, right? Like, yeah. in terms of its shooting mechanics, everything about Destiny feels good. The guns, the grenades, the movement, and I don't feel like, comparatively, while Borderlands is good, it just feels a little lethargic and a little clunky. Yep. To compared to Destiny, that's not to say it's not a competition. They're great games. On its own. Yeah, it's a they're different both great product. Games. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we rated it better for all those reasons. Like what Borderlands and Borderlands, Borderlands Two is rated very highly. Yeah, actually. what they were Higher trying to do. Yeah, yeah. combining <laughs> the story with admittedly a different type of you know shooting gameplay, like um, and no raids and all that. Right, like is different, but. Also, at the same time, you know, we won't go into the negative, but Destiny did things at that time when it launched where it was like, oh my gosh, I got to do all this stuff just to get to the fun part. Mm -hmm. um, that was a big mistake. Um, so meaning, let's not forget Borderlands is great, well, but mechanically, and that's why I use that word a lot, man, they do great things in Oh yeah, in the gameplay has been really yeah. good since the very beginning. But I mean, built like it's part of the commercial success. Part of its smashing success is that the game's evolved a lot over time, right? Like you spoke a little bit to the difficulties that Destiny faced in year one. A lot of those were voiced by the community and addressed in future D DLCs yeah. or, uh, you know, the Taken King, which has changed what the game fundamentally is now over the years. Yeah. So that's another reason that the community has really taken to this game is like it's kind of fostered this idea and this ongoing relationship between the consumers and the developers where it's like in a way it's kind of symbiotic right yeah Bungie's always been pretty good with that I mean again they're a very closed 
private developer, so to speak, but they have always had a very strong community that did feel like, you know, you're listening to us at some point. You know, um, they're just a little slow with it sometimes. But uh, we know they're listening, so. <laughs> uh, one one uh, amazing thing that happened with Destiny after it launched was people built careers off of this product. Uh, yeah. Datto, um, Planet Destiny. There's these huge communities that literally just cover Destiny now. That, yeah. That's all they do that's all the time. It um, and that was really, really surprising for me. Um, to, to give you an idea of how big the game is, like literally like... 20 people, that's all they do. Cathalian. Yeah. Broman. You know. Um, Alfredo Diaz. Alfredo. Although he plays more he plays games. Well, well, that was his foundation, yeah, though, right? Totally, it was totally. it was Destiny and the Destiny community and the people backing yeah. backing those people. That, you know, <clears throat> it didn't surprise me as much. I mean, mm -hmm. I had maybe forgotten about it. Because there hasn't been that many new franchise launches that were that big. But, like, yeah. meaning people form their careers out of Call of Duty, you know, just playing. That's playing movie. at a professional level, though. This is a game that you could yeah. be terrible at. Started start a Twitch thing or right, or YouTube thing, and then be able to speak about it and learn about it and present those facts and start something. It's true. I mean, it, it's easy to forget, is all I'm saying. But Minecraft and there's these big communities where you form an entire career off of just that one game. Yeah. But again, we sort of hadn't seen it with like you know, it's not like Halo fostered quite that type of community. Halo was we, the machinima community. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. It was more machinima. Yeah. That's that's true, mm -hmm. actually. Red um, versus blue. But for just yeah. like playing the game, reviewing the guns, etc., mm -hmm. it brought all that to the table. Um, so yeah, it, it just had all the right stuff in place. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is. Uh, I always talk about it with uh, the video guy, C.J. Gibson, you know, because we we keep wondering why we keep playing it. You know, there's not much yeah. to do. But there's a little piece of magic in there that, that Bungie's able to create. It's a camaraderie, um, too. It's a great way to hang out with your friends and accomplish something in a game. Yeah, I brought yeah. it up during our live fire team uh, live, live team chat event. episode mm -hmm. event. But like, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> House party. Yeah. House party, that's yeah. what it was. Uh but, like, one of the great things that I think a lot of games miss out on that Bungie's done a really good job creating with Destiny is this idea of just, like, the Sherpa community, right? Like, mm -hmm. which is what it's, it, it's not, it's cooperative as opposed to competitive, mm -hmm. which is that, like, when you, you know, in, in typical MMORPGs, like, when I was in World of Warcraft, like, I, there was a time when I was the top-rated mage on my server. I was so far ahead of everyone else in my DPS that I stopped playing for, like, eight months because I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and, uh... I was still like when I came back eight months later, I was still far ahead of everyone else. Mm -hmm. But like during that time, all I would do is look down with imperiousness, like on everyone else. Like I'm look just at so these yeah. Look at all these guys. Like I'm so much better. I'm a god amongst them. But mm -hmm. when you're like that in Destiny, like instead of looking down with disdain on everyone else, you kind of feel compelled to help them because you remember the time when you were at that point. Yeah. And there are people out there like Alfredo did it for a really long time where he carry his subs through the raid so that mm -hmm. they can get through uh, and see the type of content that maybe other people didn't get to. And I think it, that type of thing is really, really cool and positive for the community. And, and it special. brings people back, yeah. It's a special thing not a lot of other games do um, because it gives not the person that's hit that high level, um, it gives them another way to experience the product. Totally. You know, and they can feel good <clears throat> for doing something nice for, for the yeah, community or for your friends. Yeah, you gain a sense of accomplishment friends. By uh, through another means, as mm -hmm. opposed to just achieving for your own characters, right? Definitely. Now you've helped that, someone else achieve their mm -hmm. characters, and that's another very positive thing. The friendship base you built with this product is why I think it was so successful. Mm -hmm. Totally. 
you know, definitely. There are people who say that they, you know, they've met friends via playing Destiny and mm -hmm. still are friends even if they yeah. don't play Destiny or now play other games together as well, and I think that's mm -hmm. super yeah. cool. Yeah, and you again, you have that in other communities, but there was something about this one that was just really strong, and I, I've experienced that. You yeah. Know? I started telling people, like, add me on PlayStation. The next thing I know they did, the next mm -hmm. thing they're like, yo, I'll take you to the lighthouse anytime, and yeah. I'm like, I'm getting in there. <laughs> and uh, I have, you know, this group, um, we call ourselves the one-and-done team. Uh, yeah? Yeah. You guys <laughs> but, have do you guys have shirts? Have you been no, shirts? No, we should. We should. Because just meaning, like, by and large, at this point, you know, the raid's like a piece mm -hmm. of cake. And it was, you know, just with the right group of people yeah. that were all really good. But um, but all the, the bragging aside, I, I've never actually experienced that in a game. Even having played way back to even games like Ultima Online way back in the day, there was community stuff, StarCraft community stuff. But this bringing six people together for really ornate, you know, raid-type stuff, mm -hmm. or even just playing something like Trials, which demands, like, a... An actual relationship, mm -hmm. like you really, like, you can only play trials with certain amounts of people. Some people are like just deplorable experiences. Like they may be really good or whatever, but you're like I, like am I? You're not, I'm not even here. You're not listening to me or whatever. So it is a true relationship. But um, but my point is, I've never had a game like this where I've developed so many friends. I probably, I would say, have met digitally. You know, and I don't know what any of them look like. At least about twenty people that I would consider a friend. You know, because I see him all the time in yeah. the game, and I talk to him, which is a really interesting experience. It's awesome. Um, moving on, let's talk about some of our favorite memories playing Destiny. Uh, I definitely have a few off the top of my head, but I'll let you guys start. Fran, do you have one that you can think yeah, of? Yeah, we've done this segment before, but there's mm -hmm. so many great memories, you know. Um, but for me, it, it is, it's hard to beat. Has it changed? <clears throat> no. It's hard <laughs> to beat year one, hard raid, mm -hmm. like, probably because the grind was so tough then, so hard uh, mode in Vault, and I uh, went in there with a group of folks that had done mm -hmm. a bunch of times, and the truth is, like, I just, at that point, because the grind was so hard, I just could not get the team together with mm -hmm. my, my group of friends I was playing at the time, so I kind of had to be carried through it, but when I got Vex and the helmet, the first time I played through, and it was like 2.30 a.m., and we tried a number of times, like, I literally, I don't do this, you know, in, in I'm just not that excitable of a person unless I'm yelling on a show like this. Mm -hmm. But I literally, I was like, oh my God, like I got it. You know, like I was like 2.30 at night. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I had an actual physical reaction because uh -huh. they'd beaten me down so far that I was never going to get this stuff. And then I got amazing drops. Absolutely one of my favorite memories. Um, just feeling that level of excitement. Yeah. Um, in a game I'd already been playing for like 100 hours at that point. So, yeah. Well, you, Sean. Uh, I've told it before, but like my all-time favorite memory is watching Brian Malkowitz try and do the jump puzzle for the first time in uh, in Vault of Glass. Oh yeah. yeah, like we brought him. In, you know, I'd been playing for a while, like at that point, and I'd gone through a few times with my team, so it was pretty easy for me. And I'd done the raid like on you know both easy or normal and hard a few times, but then we brought Brian in, who I'd convinced to get back into the game because this is when it was becoming really cool. And we watched him for half an hour. Like, <laughs> he couldn't do it. And eventually we had to, like, swap out someone's characters to a different character so that he could show him how to jump with that character, oh like my a God. warlock. And it was so funny. And the warlock's, like, like, so easy, too. Supposedly, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have a warlock. I don't know. It but is. Uh, just all, all, like, me and the other four people sitting there just on the edge, just watching him fail over and over again. Every time he dies, drink. Yeah, and it was so <laughs> funny. Like, it was, like, I give him I give him crap about it all the time because mm -hmm. Brian's actually a really great player. But everyone has trouble the first time oh, on yeah. that jump puzzle. Was he a hunter, though? 
Uh, no, Warlock. Oh, he was Warlock. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said that. So, I mean, that's probably my all-time favorite. But then I think my, you know, my second favorite has to be after like two thousand hours getting Galahorn. Like I had gotten fifteen yeah, Dragon's like Breath or something. Hours. It was something like that. Like a no, thousand, maybe. But yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Okay. It was a lot. But still. Yeah, like. I had said it before, but I think Alfredo got like seven or eight Galahorns yeah. before I got my first what? Galahorn. I felt mm-hmm. like I would never, I felt like I was never going to get it. What and month did you get it in? Do you remember? Oh, I can't remember. Okay. It was like spring, summer. Like, do you remember that at all? It was like a month or a month and a half before they nerfed Galahorn, the wolf yeah, background. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah. I mean, that was, um, oh, before they nerfed Remember the how wolf. they nerfed Galahorn? That was pretty late, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like right, yeah, it was right before. But not before. as bad as some. Some people only got it, you know, from, well, Zer. Zer, but yeah. I knew one person, I think, who got it just Zer before Zer sold it, like, yeah. right before August. they nerfed it, right? Yeah. Like, the week mm-hmm. before they nerfed yep. it. Yep, yep. Well, the that full week... nerf of Taking King, you mean? But there was the Wolfpack rounds; they decreased the damage. That was during um, Zer- Dark, Dark Below, I think, actually. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like I no. can't. It was during it was, it was, Prison of Elders. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it was Prison of like but we in were any playing. Event, yeah. So Prison of Elders had been released when that when that nerf okay. happened. So yeah, yeah it was I got, like May or June of last year. I got Galahorn. I thought it, I was I was so ecstatic, but like it was it was that in combination with the fact that the game had been always teasing me with an exotic but yeah. it was mm-hmm. always dragon's breath and that was when dragon's breath was terrible like <laughs> still um, not great <laughs> it's still not great but it's, it's like it has enough. some yeah. application right mm-hmm. like now with the napalm round like you can kind of you can put damage on things that are behind cover which is pretty cool, it's cool. Mm-hmm. but like before it had no tracking so i remember getting dragon's breath and being like whoa it has like a mouth and a shark paint <laughs> on this looks so cool and i went into like uh, I went to Prison of Elders and I tried to use it on the boss and I like shot it and then the boss just like it took one it has very low velocity yeah, yeah. so it took warped. forever to get over there and <laughs> yeah. then he just like, like he just like no he didn't coming. even he didn't even warp he just stepped to the side and it flew right by and I was like this is the worst gun in the game I was so disappointed and then I got like ten more of them after that and I just was so angry at the game but when I finally got it when I finally mm-hmm. got Galahorn yeah. it was like. I was so happy. How awesome. yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Dragon of Breath just dropped way too much back in the day. So yeah. they fixed that. Yeah. For Not me, only did it drop too much, but it was also really, It wasn't really a great gun. Mm-hmm. The worst exotic. Looked cool, though. It yeah. did. For right. me, for me, getting Galahorn, you know, you'll always have that memory. Mm-hmm. I lost my mind. I started shouting. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God, I got it. You know? Uh, and then uh, Hawkmoon later, because, like, it was the last exotic I needed. And, like, I just never got it for whatever Wait, reason. You went on a mathematical live stream quest, right? Yeah. You calculated. I'm like, we're going to run through this raid on normal and then on hard and then normal and then hard on each character. And uh, I probably went for, like, three hours of just running raids until... I got it on like my second Dark Below run. I think it was on normal. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, you had counted all the places you knew you could get an exotic yeah. drop. Yeah. And you said, I'm just going to go through every one of them, all three characters. And like, yeah. it was a good method. Uh-huh. You did it. You pulled it off. Yeah. Um, because you mac, like, there was something like 20 some chances that you figured out, I think. The Nightfalls. It was a lot. It was a lot. The Gorgon Chess. Oh, yeah. Crota, so three Nightfalls. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Three Gorgon Chess on normal. Crota yeah. hard and yeah. normal. Atheon on right? hard. Every time yeah, you have a vault. chance to get it there on vault. Yeah. So I figured out all these yeah. ways that you had a chance at an exotic drop. That is crazy. And uh, I ended up getting it uh, yeah, that time. That was exciting. Yeah. So you actually have that clip on your uh, YouTube channel, right? Yeah. The Destiny yeah. Channel? Yeah. So yeah. That, that one's up over there. Also, uh, I, never, I wish I could have experienced Hawkmoon in its heyday. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. On IGN, uh, Flawless Raider. 
Destin Gets Flawless Raider. Oh, really? Yeah, that that was pretty fun. You, you know, did that? I did that. I tried to do a, yeah. I did, I did a live it was stream vault. where we tried to do Flawless Raider. We couldn't do it. Yeah. We failed a bunch of times, like, just because of stupidity reasons. You did like, Dark Below, right? Yeah, we did Dark yeah. Below. Um, and, like, what's funny is I'd done, I'd never, I don't think I've ever done Kuroda Zen where you didn't cheese it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I just came in late, right? Like, so Which people cheese? didn't. All of the cheeses, oh, okay. like skipping the bridge, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, but uh, I remember we got so far, like, on our very last attempt, we were running out of time on the stream, and the only person who hadn't messed up before was Alfredo. And <laughs> he was also the only person who had any sense of how to carry yeah. the sword. Yeah. And then he oh, died man. on the sword. <laughs> Is it because Crota got up early, or did like, he you just live was by the sword? No, I mean it's we have the stream archive, That's so awesome. we could look back for video mm-hmm. evidence. But I'm pretty sure it was just like we all we noobed it up, yeah. and then Alfredo yeah. died. That's about yeah. like you grind so much, and eventually you're like, oh man, like you lose. We were your so motor close, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun times. So yeah. yeah, we only have a little more time left. We might. Uh... Yeah, let's talk about uh, the division. The division is yeah. next week. Yep. Um, it's <clears throat> a it's a big release for us. We're actually going to be piloting a show. I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be hosting it. We're going to do five episodes of a IGN division show. Uh, a lot of correlations with Destiny. And uh, my question here is, how do we think the division's release is going to impact Destiny? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to have a pretty big impact. Everybody is looking at Division to be their next Destiny esque game. But does it have the same hooks that Destiny had? What do you guys think? I mean, just instinctually and based on only having played it for like 10 or 15 hours, I'm going to say it doesn't have the same hook because that hook is like how good the gameplay is. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I, one, like, I'm predisposed to not really like third-person shooters because I just don't, I don't know, first-person shooters are better. Mm-hmm. But like... I'm not just saying, like, I mean, that's your a big opinion. statement, Sean. That's in all. Sean's but opinion. I get, it's your opinion. Yeah, you're entitled to What it. is the best third person shooter ever Uncharted. for you? I was, about to say, I was about to say Uncharted, but okay. I don't consider would it like anyone, a detailed shooter. Would, Gears of War. I would love to talk with anyone about how Halo or any Counter Strike or any other first person shooter mm-hmm. is like a country mile better than Gears of War in its gameplay and feel. Like, they're different, different products. Yeah, different yeah but that's Very my point. It's like first-person shooters are better than third-person yeah. third shooters. I wasn't mm-hmm. saying one was better than the other. It yeah. was just the way you said it. It was quantifiable okay. for you. So. Let's put an opinion on it because, like, an opinion, mm-hmm. colon, this is a Sean Finnegan opinion for sure. But, yeah. like, I played Gears a lot, and mm-hmm. I thought it was good, but not that good. Not as good feeling or as fast or as, like, precise as any other sort of like even mid-tier first-person shooter. So I don't really like how the division feels and plays. That said, there's a lot of really cool RPG elements that are much deeper than in Destiny. That's mm-hmm. the part that I'm yeah. really interested in is like yeah. one glance at all of the different like... It's the mods. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. of the mods and the upgrades mm-hmm. and your tech your tech and your, uh, your, your talent trees essentially. Yeah. That stuff is stuff that I wish was in Destiny because mm-hmm. it makes the RPG elements deeper. That's the stuff that really, really interests me. But... For me, again, the big hook of any shooter is how does the shooting feel and how does the mm-hmm. movement feel? And just on the you know the ten or so hours I played, I wasn't quite invested in as wish as much as I wish I was. That said, I think a lot of people are. Like yeah. I think it's going to really impact, especially now that it's coming at a time where Destiny's not doing much. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of people are going to jump over to that game and at least give it a shot. And ho- and you know I, I think the hope for Ubi is that they give it a shot, they like it, 
and then they never go back. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, uh, it might fracture the community. I think a lot of people are going to jump over to Division for at least one month. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just <clears throat> seeing what happened with Destiny, people tear through content. You know, and I wonder if is Division going to have those unicorn type weapons that you, you like rarely get, like Galahorn? Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't, that that was the hook. The gear and the weapons, you know, of Destiny Vanilla was the, the big hook for that product. And I don't know that the Division has that. So I think yeah. people are going to like, they're going to go through, they're going to hit 30, and then they're going to wait for those season pass items in Division. And I think you know for a month we're going to hear a lot about division and we'll see what happens after that i'm going to be really interested to watch the life cycle of that product yeah i mean there's like like i said i'm really interested in the game because i think it does a lot of really cool things with the rpg mechanics specifically and then it does the you know it's integrating it into a third yeah. person shooter it's a more contemporary setting like you were playing i think and uh, Mike Aransky, one of our producers, walked by and just looked over your shoulder and guessed the location because he'd lived in New York. Oh, he yeah. was like, it's yeah. 7th and Broadway or whatever. Yeah. And it turns out that's exactly where you were. Like, they've done a great job recreating New York City mm-hmm. on a scale that's explorable but also still feels real big, which is so cool, mm-hmm. man. Uh, but I'm also a little hesitant because, like, in my experience, Ubisoft doesn't have as good a pedigree in terms of online multiplayer. Uh, this is one of their first big ones. Exactly. And they had six million something people in the beta. Yeah. Like and, they broke records. And look at, you know, yeah. just look at what happened with Rainbow Six Siege. Like mm-hmm. when it released, like there was an entire month there where basically it was unplayable for people online. Like those kind of issues worry me for a game like this because it has to launch perfectly because this is your one opportunity to lure people away from Destiny. Yeah. And I'm just a little hesitant about whether or not it'll actually get yeah. there. Well, let them worry about that. Uh, but no, I know what you mean. No, um, but I mean, you got to no, worry right. about it too, right? Because yeah. if you spend $60 on it and it doesn't work, like, well, of, yeah, course yeah, of course I'm worried. Of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, that if that's suck. what you're talking about, then yes, you got mm-hmm. it is very true. You got to be super careful with that. Um, yeah, for me, actually, what's interesting, it's clearly modeled after Destiny. They have a ton of <clears throat> marketing data. They have fan feedback. They know all the stuff they need to do to do what you're talking about, you mm-hmm. know, Destin. But it is a different type of game, and I, I do agree. I, we haven't seen these unicorn weapons, and then incursions are raids, right? Uh, is that what they're called? I think they're no. called incursions. They're no. not raids. What are the raid? What's the raid? There equipment? isn't a raid. Well, but the incursions I had understood were like, okay, they're a weekly strike then, or what? It's sort of strikes. Okay, yeah, fine. strike level or nightfall level. So, so, but that's no raid though yet. There was rumors about it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they're withholding that piece. Mm-hmm. But in any event, um, it's about. Uh, I guess my first point was that they do have the model, right? They Mm -hmm. got yellow high-end weapons. They got the uh, the purples are specialized or what are they? purple weapons. They're the really. They're good literally ones. called high end and, and like then specialized gold. or something. Yeah, yeah they got they got, they do have names. Uh-huh. But in any event, uh, they've got all of that right. And I wanted you know the exotic weapons and I wanted the purple weapons. So they've got that going for it. But like the payoff, you're I haven't seen like just this amazing high tech weapon that does something really unique and cool. It's kind of like DPS and ability to mod it. Mm-hmm. That's where we might see a very big difference. Like you're saying, like you know you can oh I can use this really cool mod on that weapon and that's. You know, you see these type of games. They're going for um, quantity of things. Destiny, there's there's a lot of guns, but at the top, it's a very small set. 
But this game's going to be all about the mods. I'm excited to paint mm-hmm. my guns and stuff, though. And so, like, I'm sure there will be very unique things there. So I, I think they've got something going there. All the little stuff, like when you hear, like, oh, that mod, that barrel. Like, imagine you could actually get a barrel drop that you apply to your pulse rifle in Destiny, mm-hmm. right? They've got that going for it. Um, so I like that, but like you see in any first-time developer, well, with a game this big anyway, they are going to have to learn. You know, They're going to have to yeah, learn what has, people want. Has you be done... Like, what has you be done well, on this scale? Well, I mean, Nothing. Rainbow Six. Nothing. But Rainbow Six is No, not on this general. scale. This is not a massively no, multiplayer never, thing. They've never done it. Done it no. That's the other thing is, yeah. like, is it considered by MMO standards an MMO? Like, is it one server, 20,000 people on it's it? It's a share world shooter. Okay. No, I mean, but yeah. parts of it are instanced, you, right? you, you run around, and you run into other people just like you do in Destiny. It's the same yeah, sort no, of model. But, right. but yeah. you can shoot each other in the dark. That, in the, the dark, dark zone, zone has something that Destiny doesn't. You yeah. can't just go to Earth, run into people, shoot them, and get in a fight. But at the um, same it's time— It's legitimately a massively mm-hmm. multiplayer PvP zone. Yeah. But at the same time, they also have Destiny has something it doesn't. They just have multiplayer areas where it's pre-made matches. You can just go in and fight like any other shooter. Yeah. Division doesn't really have anything like that. You got to go to the dark zone. You kind of fight people in your your level, and then you extract Traction stuff. Points. They don't just have like let's do TDM team sure. deathmatch. You know, they don't have anything yeah. quite and, like that. And yet. I think that's why a ton of the fans like you, Sean, and others, they're yeah. like, nah, I'm not interested. You know, they like Call Destiny of Duty. Destiny had they like both. Halo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it's interesting. I, you know, the dark zone is. It was a crazy, scary place. Um, We put up a clip of, it wasn't like the most amazing thing in the world, but it kind of was awesome. This guy got, you know, a level eight geared to the geared out. Yeah, he was all good to go. Gets surrounded by three noobs. Yeah, three noobs. Who think they're tough. Yeah, they're just kids, by the way. You know, we call them whatever, squeakers. Mm -hmm. Here in uh, Spain, they call them. uh, yeah, what is it? Ninos ratas, rat kids. <laughs> it's a thing. Totally. It's a thing. I learned this through yeah. this process. That's but so anyway, funny. they like surround him and, and you see our subtitles on it. It's called like um Lone Player Gets Wrecked in the Dark Zone. You yeah. can you can look No, no, it no. Up. Lone Player Wrecks Three Oh yeah, sorry. Wrecks three uh, three bullies yeah. in the Dark Zone. Yeah. But anyway, so he gets surrounded and, and the best part when he's just like, Go How on, old you? shoot me. Yeah. It's this guy Fusion, by the way, and thank you for sending in that clip. But he gets surrounded, tells him to shoot him, and there's the the um, when you can hear each other when you're nearby uh, mm-hmm. proximity chat yeah. mm-hmm. but anyway he just calls him out like freaking John Wayne and they yeah. like should we shoot him should we shoot him and they open fire he destroys him one guy's gun goes to reload he's like my gun went kaput and he puts yeah. them all down um, <laughs> and then but, he just lets them bleed yeah. out but it is a cool experience in the dark zone I have been alone running to go to my group and a group of three are running past and I'm like whoa I yeah, hide, hide, hide. You got yeah. to. It's a really yeah. cool experience. So yeah. um, it's, there's something unique to it, um, and it's modeled after Destiny. So I mm-hmm. think on those you know, accounts, well, we got to see how much depth it has. Here, here's there. my final thought on that. Uh, the division seems good, but Destiny's success for us and just in general for me is mind-boggling. For a year, like we just covered Destiny, <clears> and <throat> people just love reading about Destiny, or they love giving us a hard time about Destiny. But the community—it's still like it's still like every video we put out there, tons of views. Yeah, you know, and it's just like people wanted to see that content for so long. It's kind of like tapered down a little bit mm-hmm. now. But we're just waiting for the next drop. But we're know? waiting for the next yeah. drop, and then people are gonna watch. You yeah. know, it and has yeah, it's a strong community. It's, it's crazy how much legs Destiny has. Uh, I've never worked on a product that's that's been like this big of a part of my workflow. Yep. Yeah, you I mean, know. short of like World of Warcraft, Minecraft, Diablo yeah. type games, it just I, hasn't. Well, I didn't. I wasn't here for World of Warcraft. That was yeah. two thousand something. Yeah, you know, 
game well, released originally. in 2004. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been around. It's still around. It's still around. But yeah, for me, uh, got in early like, with Destiny. What is it? Seven million. It's a lot. Users. It's but, huge. But that's the thing. It's a yeah. console experience. You know, it hadn't really been mm-hmm. done to this level before. That's what yeah. they really tapped. Into, I don't think it ever been done on console yeah. like yeah. that. No, before. not not like that. That's what they nailed. Yeah. Um, and that's what Division is chasing after. And by the way, it's super mm-hmm. smart. Um, yeah. So they're gut. You can see the fervor. The six plus million people wanted to try it, mm-hmm. so it's going to have a strong community. Totally. The question is depth. You're right, Destin. Yeah. Can they get it right? Can they fix whatever's broken in the beginning? Because it will be. I mean, that's part of the process. Um, but man, it's going to be important that they they iterate quickly. But they say they're ready. They say they've got. Well, so that's drops. the other thing is like UB does actually have like. UB's a, a huge company, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. have the ability to do what I don't think Bungie does, which is regular big content drops if they need to keep people engaged because they just have so many people there. I, Bungie's working. been doing that, though. Yeah, regular it, it, big content I mean, drops. They've faltered this year, but this is the first time they've no, faltered. They've, Activision's dedicated a ton of resources, multiple studios to Destiny. I mean, Massive is working on Division, really. Mm-hmm. They're just a lone studio as well. Mm-hmm. Arguably smaller than Bungie, probably. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like when you hear there's 200 QA people just at Bungie or whatever yeah but what so, i mean is like because of the ub's like size like if the division is a big hit mm-hmm. then they can immediately course correct and like dedicate even more resources than i think the, just one of bungie's studio or like just all of bungie is the size of one of the yeah. like how many 11 studios that make up ubisoft yeah but <laughs> you're assuming that they can drop far cry next and assassins next and help them like it doesn't i no mean assassins it's a good this year no assassins yeah. creed this year i will say though so yeah. you're right they do they focus more on uh in their internal engines and processes i do agree that they kind of have a little more of a group support it's not like activision is like one big developer mm-hmm. and ubi does have that going for them so. <clears throat> guys we're gonna stop there you guys want to hear more about division we are launching a division show it's going to be coming out early next week right before launch of the division so keep an eye out for that mm-hmm. um thank you both for joining us to talk about destiny thank you thank you community for joining us yet again and supporting this show uh we're on like almost on episode 60 ah, this might crazy. be this episode 59 yeah. or 60 yeah. yeah right now wow that's that's crazy to think about leave us a review yep. if you like the show on itunes that helps us out and uh, helps the show continue to thrive mm-hmm. um, get on those apps in fact just stop the show now go install the app i'll be happy See, that's what you <laughs> cut, cut me off and go install the app if you yeah. don't have it. It's good. It's good. We um we just want to get you in there because it's a better experience than like whatever m.ign.com if yeah. you're using that or even on your PlayStation. You know, like it, the PS4 app is pretty sweet. So yeah. check it out. Well, guys, thank you so much. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.